some people, they believe that courage is the absence of fear. Now, I'm going to talk about that real brief because I don't believe that to be true. You see, if there was no fear, then there really wouldn't be a need for courage. Courage is a response to fear. We all face fears. There are things that frightens each and every single person. Courage is a response to fear. Those who are courageous, they have the ability to find that strength, to find something deep down inside of them that helps them to push through, that helps them to respond well to the pain or the fear or whatever it is that frightens them. They have that ability to make good decisions and push through and persevere. So courage is not an absence of fear. Courage is strength in the midst of fear. The person who is brave or the person who lacks courage, they both are responding to fear. The one who lacks courage, their response to fear was to shrink back, to allow their fears to devastate them. The one who was brave, however, they did not shrink back from the fear, but they chose to face it head on. Courage is a response to fear. So I'm talking about this because this is something that is so important for athletes, coaches, parents as well. We need courage. We need courage. For the athlete, it might be the courage to do the right thing. You might need the courage to do the right thing. It can be tough to do the right thing, especially when you're in high school. High school, man, that's a difficult time. Uh, at the time that I am recording this episode, I am still a, a high school basketball coach and I see it. High school is tough. You got kids who pick on kids for no apparent reason. You got kids who try to measure themselves up against other kids. You have kids who tear people down. Guess what? Those things take place on teams all across the world, all across our country teams of different sports. Teammates will tear other teammates down because they see something that they don't like or they see something that they don't have. Maybe one of your teammates is getting a lot of playing time and you think you deserve more playing time. That's a reason why people tear their teammates down. Maybe you are the athlete of a coach who is a parent and they tear you down. Maybe you're just in a different social group altogether. They don't like you and, you tear, and they tear you down. Athletes need courage to do the right thing. So what do you do in a situation where you have teammates who are just not doing the right thing? Find the courage to stand up and do what's right. You might have to address that specific athlete. You might have to stand up to them and say, hey, man, listen. That's not helping our team. More importantly than helping the team or not is letting them know, hey, that's just not right. That's just not right. When I was younger, I had teammates. I won't mention any names, but I had teammates who would occasionally go out and drink. Underaged drinking. Now, they weren't getting drunk or things like that, but every once in a while, they would sneak out, find alcoholic beverages, and, and have some drinks. That was wrong. That was wrong. 
I failed my teammates because I did not have the courage at that time to stand up to tell them to do the right thing. But it's tough. It's tough. Maybe you don't want people to look at you differently. Maybe you don't want to lose your friends. Maybe you don't want your image to change or your reputation to go down. You still need the courage to do the right thing. You might have to talk with your coach, athletes. If you know that some of your teammates are not doing the right thing, you might have to address a coach. Matter of fact, that just happened to me recently as a coach. I had a young athlete who had informed me that one of his teammates was picking on him for, really, it was for a bad haircut. But the haircut wasn't that bad, okay? It was just that the other teammate felt the urge to pick on him. He did the right thing. I spoke to the athlete. I spoke to the other athlete who picked on him. Everything was made right. And then they enjoyed each other's presence again. So you have to stand up to do the right thing. Take courage. Stand up. Do the right thing. Coaches, this applies to you too, however. You have to be a model of the things that you are teaching. You cannot go about telling your athletes, hey, no partying, no drinking, no smoking, but yet you're doing those very same things. You have to do the right thing. You have to do the right thing. This is such an important lesson that applies to coaches, to athletes, to parents as well. We need courage. Yes, there's going to be different things that take place in our lives where fear is evident or fear maybe be hidden, but it's at the root of what's taking place. We must find courage. Courage is not something that is new. This is something that's been around. And when I go back into the Bible, we see story after story of courageous men, courageous women who were just doing phenomenal things for the Lord, who grew closer to God, who grew in their faith. Joshua chapter one, we see the message of be strong and courageous. We see this message three times, three times. This was God speaking directly to Joshua, but this wasn't the first time that Joshua heard this message. When you go back to the book of Deuteronomy, which is the book before Joshua, in chapter 31, Moses, he communicates the message of being strong and courageous. So in this chapter, this is the scene. Moses, he's now 120 years old. He is unable to enter the promised land and he is approaching death. So he stands up and he tells the nation to be strong and courageous. I am the leader, he is saying basically, but I'm not going to be with you. So be strong and courageous. But then he stands up and he brings up Joshua. Joshua was his follower. Joshua was the one who was going to replace him in leadership. He brings Joshua up in front of the whole nation and delivers the same message to him. Be strong and courageous. Why? The Lord is with you. So then when you fast forward to the book of Joshua, we see be strong and courageous. You, Joshua, are going to lead the people into the promised land. Then we see it again. Be careful to do everything that I have commanded Moses. Joshua was Moses' aide or Moses' assistant. So he saw the Lord's work in Moses' life. So God was saying, be strong and courageous. Do the things that I told Moses to do. 
And then the last time, be strong and courageous because I will be with you. I will be with you. So I can just imagine being Joshua in this situation. Now, again, this is not what it says specifically in the Bible, but this is just me thinking about the situation. If I am Joshua and I am replacing Moses, there could be some fear there, right? If there was a such thing as a Bible Hall of Fame, Moses was a first ballot Hall of Famer in the Bible. Hands down, hands down, all-star, all-conference, all-state, all-NBA selection, all-anything. Like, Moses was that guy. Moses was that guy because he obeyed what God did, and we saw the successes that we had, that he had, uh, as he went through life. So if I'm Joshua about to replace Moses, there would be some fear. I imagine it being like this. Uh, let's just say we have Michael Jordan, and then the owner of the bull says, Michael Jordan is retiring, and we are calling upon you to replace him. Yeah, A, that might be an honor. I am honored that you would think that I have that ability, but in the back of my mind, I might be thinking, I don't know if I can fill that man's shoes. Now, again, this is not what it's saying in the Bible, but this is just me thinking through the context of this situation of why there might be some fear that might come about in Joshua, knowing that he is going to replace Moses, knowing that he is going to now lead this nation into the promised land that was years and years and years in the making. It was a promise that was made to Abraham. And here we are now about to fulfill that promise. So this is really interesting because the three main things that we see, be strong and courageous because you are going to lead. That was just a direct declaration you are now the leader, so you must maintain courage because everybody in this nation is looking to you, but find courage because I am with you. They can look to Joshua and Joshua can be courageous. Why? Because Joshua is setting his eyes on the Lord. Joshua knows where his strength is coming from. Joshua knows that because God is with him, he can find courage. People will listen. People will look to this new leadership. And then the second time, be strong and courageous. Do the things that I told Moses to do, and you will be successful. I love verse 8. Basically, in verse 8, which follows the second be strong and courageous, he says, Keep the book of my law on your lips, memorize it day and night, and be careful to obey what's written in it. Keep this book on your lips, memorize it day and night, and be careful to obey everything that's written in it. What is the result? You will be prosperous and successful. I'm just going to sidebar for a second because a lot of people go through this life wanting to prosper in many different ways and wanting success, but they go about that success in the wrong way. And who is it that is defining what success is even in the first place? Success in life is very clear. Keep the book of the law on your lips. Meditate on God's word day and night and be careful to do those things that are written in it. This is something that should be a part of our daily lives. 
There should not be a day that goes by where you have not read the word, keeping it in your mind, keeping it on your lips, memorizing it and meditating on it day and night, but obeying the things that are written in it. This is key to Moses's life. He obeyed God. Even when the people were wicked, Moses still obeyed God. Well, this was the thing that Joshua will follow as well, which would lead to prosper and success. Joshua will prosper and succeed as long as he did those things. And the Lord is with us. So look, I don't know what it is that you are facing right now, and I don't know what it is that you are going through. I don't know what it is that's causing fear in your life, but be strong and courageous. The Lord is with you. The Lord is with you. In the New Testament in 1 John, it says, perfect love will cast out fear. You must, especially in the midst of fear, you must know the Father loves you and know his love for you. When you know and experience just how deep and how wide and how majestic his love is, that love will cast out fear. Love will cast out fear. So just rest and soak in God's love today. He has poured out his love on you. He has poured out his love on me. Soak in that love today. Ask God for strength. Ask God for courage. And he gives good things. He gives those things. But we just don't ask for them. Ask for it today. Whatever it is that you face, you don't have to go through it on your own. We weren't created to go through it on our own. We must rely on God for that strength, for that courage. So rest in God's love today because love casts out fear. And be strong and courageous as you go through this day, as you go through your life. Let's pray. Lord God, thank you so much for this day. Thank you so much for your love that cast out all fear. Father God, I ask for strength. I ask for courage for the listener. I ask for strength and courage in my life and those around me. Lord, would you please grant us the courage that is needed to persevere through whatever it is that we face. Thank you, Lord, that you go before us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen.